check the mic and make sure it sound right, boy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drop to Flat. How a Calamaro, myself, will move the needle from gravel cycling to mountain biking. Do you think it's a mission impossible? I think it as well. But jump over the broom wagon who will present you this amazing podcast and you will know more. And remember, this podcast, like the old broom wagon, is brought to you by Komoot. So if you want to go out and enjoy some new roads, well, in this case, dirty roads, you have just to go to komoot.com slash G, like Greenland, and write the code BROOM. Then you will get for your brand new account an extra region. Remember, Komoot is free to use and plan for your desktop and computer. But if you want to have an offline navigation and also a turn-by-turn one, well, with an extra region will for sure be more fun. Yes, and because you are not getting lost like I'm doing all the time. And remember, you are gonna know more about Komoot and some little tips just at the end of this episode. First of all, I have to say thank you to everybody who is following me in this amazing adventure and to all my guests. Today is a great one. You will know more in a tiny second. Thanks to everybody who subscribed, share, um, rate and did whatever because this is super important for me if you still didn't go on apple Podcasts or spotify or google Podcasts or whatever spotify and apple Podcasts are the most important ones and remember to subscribe it's really super helpful for me by the way sorry but last week i got some problems with my yeah with my feed with my speaker feed and sometimes it happens and i didn't go live on friday as i wanted but it happens now all the episodes are back on apple podcast and another way to support the broom wagon is also to go on coffee so ko-fi.com slash broom wagon and there you can actually chip in just a good coffee is good for me to let me know how how you feel on supporting and listening to all the words that I'm putting around in this amazing world of the web. I hope you like it. Super easy. And anyways, down in the description below, you will find all the info you need. Else, something else. Yes, this week you're going to find around as well my newsletter. Just subscribe. It's down here, the page, if you want to listen. And remember... All the time that myself or my guests are mentioning the word COVID, curfew, lockdown, whatever it is, I'm gonna drop a coin in my COVID jar. And this all contribute is gonna go to a charity called Sea Watch that rescues people in the central Mediterranean Sea. All the refugees that are trying to improve their life by moving from Africa to Europe with not the best boats, let's put it in this way, are really only rescued and supported by the Sea Watch. And because they are not supported by anyone else than this contribution, well, I think it's a really important thing for me and for the Broom Wagon to do that. So thanks a lot to everybody. Also, if you write me a message with covid or curfew or lockdown especially in this sad period into it i will be sure to drop some coins into the covid jar the covid jar that actually took the idea from the guest of today oops and then talking about dom dom ferris dom ferris is the founder of trash free trails community who takes care of keeping the trails rubbish free 
So basically everybody can go out and collect some trash on the trails or even on the roads if you're on the road. But here we're talking about mountain bikes. And Trash Free Trails supports everybody with some digital kits or some kits or just some motivation on doing it. For example, this month, yes, because today should be the 2nd of April. Yes, the 2nd of April. It start, just started the spring clean, the spring trail clean. Head over to Trash Free Trail to know more. And if you can, just collect some trash from your trail. Well, going back to the topic. Dom was one of the presenter of the bike night in the Kendall Mountain Festival. Do you remember? I actually talked with the organizers of it at the beginning of the fourth season of uh, the Broom Wagon. Well, Dom was presenting together with Monet Adams the bike night, that is a night dedicated to mountain bikes. And actually, he put together this thing. So, a swear jar all the time mentioning. Uh, everything related to COVID, it was dropping some coins there to support trash-free trails. I thought it was a great idea because I really believe that COVID is something that is into our mind for too much time and, and during this kind of entertainment it's not super good to think about that. And if you do it, well, it's always a good thing to drop a coin for a good cause. After that, once I decided to put together this new podcast, I actually decided that for sure Dom has to be on the game. We talked about community, we talked about uh, charity, we talked about um, environmentalists and if you like and we don't like actually have this definition and taking care of things that we love. It was a huge solid talk and I will let you listen. I will talk to you at the end of that. So I can probably say that I have in front of me today one of the biggest provider of ideas of and inspirations in the last three, four months for me, for two reasons. So I even know I'm not recording the video, but actually, if you can hear the uh, sound, this is an idea of my guest of today. I mean, the COVID jar, as well as probably also the title of this podcast, because he actually gave me a super great idea and everything that I'm looking for and actually the spirit that it spreads around and also my idea of probably going into mountain bike in the near future is probably coming from you, Dom. How are you doing, Dom? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm... Um, yeah, um, thanks, Stefano. You, you didn't warn me in our pre-chat that you're going to be so uh, so nice to me. Uh, I usually uh, do it in this way because I want you not to be prepared on the bullshit that I'm yeah, starting with. Yeah. So. Uh, th uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, that's really nice. It means a lot, and I've already enjoyed speaking to you beforehand. So yeah, and um, thanks for um, thanks for saying that, but also thanks for um, believing in our work and, and and giving me and Trash Free Trails a platform to speak to your audience about our work. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to just say two words and then I will let you introduce yourself because it can really go super long. So why I'm saying all these things, why you are so much an inspiration. So at the beginning of the season number four of the Broom Wagon, where actually this mini-series, yes, probably that is going to co be called Drop to Flat, question mark. Thanks, Dom. Uh, but actually, everything included by that actually was talking with the Kendall Festival people. And then after that, I started watching all, especially the live nights that I love them. And one, the bike night was actually, yes, it was hosted by you, Dom. And uh, I actually saw, every, it, it was you and Monet, right? 
Yeah, Monet, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. the both of you. You were introducing us, at least you were introducing me a bit more in the spirit of mountain biking with everything related to that. And then I got to know about you, the trash-free trails, the projects behind it, and the huge sense of community that I can feel around mountain bikes. So while I was actually setting up this mini-series, I said, okay, Dom is going to be one of the guests a hundred percent because we need to talk about community fresh free trails and everything that is actually involving people loving a bit more the trails that we are riding even on gravel bike that's on my side maybe you want to give us a bit more of an intro about yourself dom because i put it all over the place um as you say me 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 as dom or me as dom from trash free trails <laughs> or, <laughs> we have at least three hours so you can oh, right, be okay. free uh, I try, I try to be try to be um yeah well, well yeah my name's dom I'm, i i grew up in mid wales i i wasn't born in mid wales i was born in birmingham and so lucky that my mum loved a program called the good life and we tried to we lived moved to mid wales when i was four and uh got this weird little house totally ramshackle on the side of a hill and tried to be self-sufficient so without that moment you know without that i i you know, I'd probably be a very very different path you know i was in the inner city birmingham until then so um so yeah that's that's one of the, I, I see these kind of milestones like in my life and i look back and uh, you know um many different reasons i've tried to do it especially doing talks i've tried to figure out like um the important moments in my life or things where things went well and things went bad as well, you know, not, you know, um, and that, that's clearly a massive one. Um, yeah. Like I say, I started mountain biking uh, when I was 11. So that's 90 or well, 10, 11, 1991. And we lived in this beautiful part of mid Wales, which is like not far from uh, Dovey bike park, you know, this kind of the Mecca of mid Wales mountain biking. This is nineties now. And, and we just used to push our bikes to the top of the, one of the three hills and find weird steep lines to ride down. Um, um, one of my best friends back then has never ridden a bike since because he got his seat shoved up his bum. Um, and he, and he it hurt so much that he's never ridden again. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Yes. I still remember the screaming. Uh, but yeah, for, for, for the rest of us, we were hooked, you know, and so that was mountain biking for me and other little hooks. And so, but then I, Another big moment was I realized when I was 11, an outdoor center in mid Wales that I wanted to be, I wanted to work in the outdoors. And I, again, I was like 11 years old. So all these things happened around the same time. I saw Point Break pretty soon after that. Mm -hmm. I, I got into the Red Hot Chili Peppers and, and I was in this tiny village in mid Wales. And all, all we'd do is talk about these adventures we'd have and, and always involved wild nature, you know, oceans, rivers, mountains, forests, you know. So from, the, the the cool thing is when I talked to you earlier is like is is that when we when I say to you a bit you know about this about this slight conflict I have with be, you know with being labelled or thinking labelling myself as an environmentalist is actually more it always comes back to this connection thing is like it was just natural and instinctive that I was connected to these places and it was natural and instinctive that I started thinking about how to how could I how could I look after them or um, and also encourage other people to do it so. I was an outdoor. I started as an outdoor instructor. I got wasn't really allowed back into school after sixteen, so <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but I didn't want to go anyway. So uh, I went to be an outdoor pursuits instructor and taught climbing and canoeing and, and and then did that across the you know, world in America and things. And um, um, but then realised I wanted to do some more. I wanted to try and see use my brain. So I went and did a degree um, in Cornwall. I also wanted to learn to surf properly. So I was like 26, 27. Okay. I came to Cornwall. I did a degree in environmental resource management and 
totally lucky, totally out of the blue, 2009, um, 10, late 2009, I got a job with Surfers Against Sewage, um, the marine conservation yeah. charity in St. Angus and Cornwall. Um, and it was totally fluky because everyone in my degree wanted to get that job. And there was only, I was the fifth of, you know, fifth members of that team. So it was tiny, you know, and wow. it's like job life back then sometimes. Cause so, you know, and then 10 years there, 10 years there, 10 incredible years there working, um, working on and then leading the beach clean education, um, community, um, and, uh, you know, um, program. So my title there was head of community and in, community and engagement. Um, so yeah, really, I suppose the beach clean education program was my proudest thing there, you know, um, and I, I'm, I've been whittling, whittling for a while, so I, I know, but I, it feels important to me because one thing that happened during this time in like 2013, 14, 15, I, I got massively back into mountain biking again. It correlated quite strongly with, uh, not loving partying as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, oh, I feel all right this morning. I think I'll go for a ride on my bike. And like, oh, it's not agony, you know. And um, so I just totally got back into mountain biking, endurance sports, running, triathlon. And, and 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 I was also going home a lot more because my back to Wales because my father was ill. Um, mm. And um, I was going home a lot more and I was started riding with my old riding buddies and going about the plastic pollution that we were seeing on our trails more and more uh, and started to you know and went through the process you know like the kind of homer simpson uh stages of death of grief you know the denial rage all this kind of stuff you know and and then i started and, and the whole time with my kind of mid wales imposter syndrome thing going on i didn't really think for years i was like we should someone should probably do something about this you know like it it needs an organization to do something and then I'd go back to my day job and do that in my day job for, for the Marine communities. And I just one day I was like, Oh, I suppose like if anyone's got some qualifications to try and do it, I, I might have some, you know, I'm, I might. So yeah, really like let trash retrail. And so, but what happened then is I was so proud and impressed with what the team I was part of at SAS was doing, especially the, you know, my best friend Pete is the head of fundraising still and the chief executive Hugo. I got myself bogged down in trying to create an organization. So I almost like lost two years because I was trying to create a strategy documents, website, mm-hmm. you know, like policies, procedures, campaigns. And 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 I'd forgotten what Surface Against Sewage was built on. Okay. And I had like a revelation in 2016 of really it was just like, oh shit. Like the most important part of any journey is the starting. So firstly, just got to start, you know, it's got to try, it's got to put one, one foot in front of the other. And then trash retrails cannot, should not, and could not exist without a strong and empowered community, grassroots community. You know, so all the, you know, all the brand partnerships and strategies and plans are nothing. If, if I, if, 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 the mountain bike and the running and the roaming communities around the UK and the world don't aren't connected with us. And, and also most importantly, haven't decided to give us their time and talent. It's not the other way around. We're not giving them things. We're, we're asking them to say, yeah, we, you know, I'm from Northern England. You've got a very Southern accent, Dom. I'm inviting you into my community, you know? uh, uh, So that's the first one is we're asking 
you know, I'd be talking to your community. If there's someone in, I, I'm not saying I want you to do this. I'm saying this is what we're trying to achieve. It'd be amazing if you would share some of your stories and efforts with us because knitting that mosaic together, that's how we how we believe. That's our theory of change. You know, is yeah. So I suppose that's my my path all the way through, really. And there's a few, there's some big lumps in there. You know, one thing I'm always really mindful to talk about to people when you talk about this kind of stuff is we spoke earlier about not being comfortable being called an environmentalist. Like, yes, I'm. I love crisps. I eat way too many crisps. There's a single-use plastic packet. It's awful, you know. Like, there's hardly any crisps in the packet. I'm so ashamed every time I have them, but I still have them. You know, I still use. You know, I still eat. I still eat meat. You know, and, and I'm aware of that. They have shame there and guilt there. Um, uh, so that's the first thing. And the other one is, um, you know, I, I have during that time at Surface Against Sewage. It sounds like a massive trajectory of success, but in 2018, I had a uh, a breakdown. Um, um, became overwhelmed at work and had a breakdown. And had to had to have a sabbatical. Uh, well, I cho- chose to have a sabbatical. Um, and I, you know, I have always had anxiety and depression, but it's become another thing that hopefully we'll talk about later on. This thing we call purposeful adventure. It's become another part of my purpose. Is that recognizing what these places have done for me and how they, how they help me manage my Mental, mental health and then also realizing what protecting these places has done to my self-esteem it's massively boosted it so as well go right okay rather than just like trying to hide that let's confront that and let's use the learnings from that you know and and see if we can connect and use it to make connections the more stories you've got the more connections you can make so yeah i suppose that gets me to talking well and then november 2000, 2019 I 2019, yeah, I left Surface Against Sewage and took a giant leap into a pretty much unfunded <laughs> uh, trash and trails. And here we are today talking to you, Stefano. <laughs> That's super great. Let's go in the, even if I don't like definitions, but let's go and put something like a drawing, at least something like a shape of what it is. So what's yeah. Trash Free Trails? And then yeah. after that, probably we can talk about all the projects that you have in. But basically, I know that actually you have tell me I'm not go- I don't want to say anything else <laughs> go ahead so otherwise I'm gonna talk only myself <laughs> tell us more it's, it's a tricky one isn't it it's a process we've been through over and over again yeah um, so yeah so um it's like the elevator pitch of trash free trails so trash free trails is for riders runners and roamers alike um everyone is welcome mm-hmm. that's the most, most important thing um our our vision if you like is you know stolen inspiration from Patagonia who i I'm a massive admirer of, um, is we, we exist to protect our trails and wild places. Uh, our trails and the wild places they take us to, both physical and metaphorical, um, mm-hmm. uh, and we're starting with litter because it's a really nice place, nice, understandable place to start. Um, how will we do that? How will we protect our trails and wild places? Um, we, we, the really simple stuff is in our name. We, we aim to reduce... We call it so. It's called litter. Everyone understands it as litter. We're starting to call it single-use pollution. Okay. So that's primary. The primary driver of this problem is single-use con- consumables, disposable items. Um, uh, we aim to reduce single-use pollution on our trails and wild places by seventy-five percent by twenty twenty-five. It's an ambitious effort, um, and and this is a massive and because they're totally connected and and totally symbiotic. 
um, and reconnect people with nature through per what we call purposeful adventure. So by providing purposeful adventure experiences to that, that enable people to remove and reduce litter, those two things go hand in hand. And we can also, we hope, we've already got lovely early evidence that we can improve well-being as a lovely booster jab to the work we're doing as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, so then... Then, then, then we're moving then into our strategy. But that's that's our mission, really. It's nice and simple. To um, and the way we believe we do that, first and foremost, is to build a strong grassroots community um, and provide them with the tools um, and the inspiration that that they need to do things in their own way with their own voices, not imprint upon them. Okay, so you were talking about absolutely the community, the community empowering the community on. Uh caring more about what they have outside, what's their uh, wildlife and everything that is related to that. Of course, you said, okay, the tool that we are using is um, collecting the trash that are on the trails, of course. But talking about the community, we had a talk about that, I remember, before uh, this recording. How you unlock the spirit of people on... Uh, coming with you in this journey which one is your strategy but i don't want to call it strategy but actually your your way of doing which one is your ideas on empowering people on uh, getting a better relationship with a better yes a better relationship with the with the outdoor with their hoods or yes whatever yeah it's, it, it's a tricky one isn't it the first one i want to acknowledge uh, i've just broken a rule of mine i've got i've got a multiple imaginary covid swear jars and one of them, uh, yeah. So, so I've got another one. I've got another one for using words. Um, so I, I promised myself I'd never use the word empower externally because because the problem with that, I think, um, I, I used to call it. I used to use a slide uh, with Chevy Chase of as Fletch, and the other character Fletch, and uh, and he does this thing where he, he's weird. Somehow he finds himself pretending to be an evangelist. Okay. He's like, He's like, you know, when they put their, you are healed, I have blessed you. I kind of think, well, I kind of compare like saying empowering a lot to people. It's okay. kind of like evangelism. You know, it's like you were essentially by saying to someone you're empowered, you've disempowered them, I suppose, haven't you? Yes. So, that's a, so our, the, our objective is for people to feel empowered, but we can't tell them that's, you know, that's a, um, that's a really, you know, we hope that's what occurs, but our job is to provide the the inspiration for people to find things out their own way so i think i think there's a number of you know again when we're doing a lot of communicating digitally physically te textually or to designers i'm always trying to drill to get things down into systems you know and processes so i can write that um so we've got uh, we've got a few but also try and make them fun too and enjoyable or silly or whatever and i get told off a lot of time for using too much alliteration um but um i think a big one would be um a big one would be trust so start there so you know and thinking about trust in any kind of situation so but maybe let's just think about it in relationships you know uh, friendships for example you, you can't build that quick you can't rush that like there's no way and if you do rush that and anyone who anyone listening who has rushed that either in in a in a intimate relationship or a, or a, just a friendship We'll all have probably made that mistake at some point and and, and reap the consequences of going in going in too early. So the other one for us is really, and the only way I think in our world that you'd build trust. So again, I say I'm imagining in my mind that quite like, you know, I've got a few mates, you know, so Wells, that quite like tough Welsh guy, you know, and 
And the only way I'm going to, you know, the only way I'm going to prove to them that I mean what I'm, that I'm, that I'm properly into this, I'm properly, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm worth giving some time to and thought to is by working, is by standing, working alongside them, sharing time together, sharing toil together. That's the only way you're going to build trust. So we have this equation called, um, and I always get it wrong. It's like, it's, it's a very scientifically correct at all, mathematically brilliant. It's uh, call it um, t- uh, time plus toil brackets um, times cups of tea equals trust. Okay. And like, there's just no, there's just no way around that, you know. So again, that's that's why I go back to 2017. Start it with Instagram post and see what happens, you know, and. And just keep chipping away, keep chipping away, keep proving that what that um, that what you're trying to do, and um, the way you're trying to do it, has meaning and purpose, and is worth people donating their most precious thing to. Because families, for example, coming out on a Saturday to donate their Saturday to your cause, is there anything more precious than that? Is there is there anything more valuable than that? So that's our one of our core values too: is to we respect our volunteers above all else. Mm-hmm. You know, so we won't we won't suddenly be working with someone who we know our volunteers would be upset about he's like well i've donated two years of my life to you and suddenly you're working with that company that's i don't believe in that that's not my values so that's it too is is, is having a set of values that people understand um and you can hold each other positively accountable to mm-hmm. then build it from there you know and then have posh projects and big partnerships but foundation first yes um, yes 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 and also keep returning to the core issue keep walking the walk keep going out on your bike on your feet and picking up litter and remembering what it what it's all about you know um don't get too don't do too many podcasts when you should also be doing trail cleans <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it makes sense uh it's okay actually to share the voice it's okay to tell to everybody what you stand for and how we can help and how you can i'm not gonna say empower but whatever but also go out it's not giving the example just do what you feel you have to do and that's it because that's the basic right it's not leading by the example is another concept that i think it's yeah a bit overrated it's important but it's a bit overrated actually i'm not doing something because i want to lead people i just want to do something because i feel like doing it yeah there's a lovely um another another framework i think about a lot and and we use when we're trying to so people say how can i help how can i get involved you know whatever we have like really cool thing is like um the trek rider michaela parton um so she's Trek Endura, um, and she's riding. So she's having, she's got a Traffic Trails logo on her race jersey this year, and she's fully engaged. She's going to do spring trail cleans. She's like really up for it. So she asked me, could I send her, you know, like some some ways to get involved, you know, and to work. So put this process in, and I'm always thinking about that. So um, the first one is to just get get on your bike, you know, or put your shoes on, and just just go out there and with with a kind of almost like turn your awareness on. And just go out there to be present, but to let things come to you, to go to 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 observe, to recognize the things, and then and then off the back of that, start to try to frame things. I I use the term "What's my why?" Okay. So, so rather than so again, you know, something I would like to avoid, and we're trying different at Trashy Trails, is that often in big campaigns, we're you, 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 we're kind of telling people their why, you know. We're telling people what they're upset about, what they want to change. We're actually 
by sharing, we call it um, tutorial by osmosis, you know, or, or I think one term for it is inspo. So inspiration and information. Okay. So by, by, by telling your story and the, and sh- dem- like showing how you're using the tools, both literal and, and metaphorical, people might see that and go, cool. I like that. I'm going to go out, but then they go out and they, it's like, it's like, um, it's not an appropriate term, but you know, um, the, the whispers thing where you share a whisper, but the story gets changed to suit someone's character. It's that kind of thing. You know, it's like trying to, um, trying to create that. So yeah, the, the thing is, is trying to figure out, trying to say to people what we'd like you to do, if, if anything, is to go and find out what, whether, what your why is. And then here are some, here's, here's how we did it. Here's what we do. And here are some tools that we've created for you to use um, that you're totally free to use. And we'd love you to, all we ask for in return is that you share those, your stories with us. So then we can use those stories to amplify our message. That that's, that's the relationship we're trying to get across to people. Yeah. If we can. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to talk about projects, tools, and campaigns in one second, but something that we talked about before, and I feel that is pretty, pretty important, I would love to stress on that, is in terms of building up a um, grass, grassroots community, and in terms of giving people a purpose, and in terms of not calling yourself something like a hundred percent environmentalist or everything like this. We were talking about chopping down little mm. pieces of a big purpose, right? Not go- only going out and saying, okay, I just want to go out and collect the litter uh, from my trails or from my um, from my forest or from the, the trees that are out there because it's good for the environment, because we are going to fight the climate change, because we are going to stop this and going to stop that. But just saying, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to this place to collect litter just because this place values is a, has a lot of value for me means a lot for me because there it was my first ride it was my first walk it was i don't know the first time that i met my friend or whatever it is so yeah. little goals little scopes little ideas instead of big ones because from the little ones then we can build up things that are they're more valuable for everybody of us and for the community right yeah i love it and again the way that you're saying you know the you met your friend or whatever i can sense there's there's some actual real stories behind that. And you, they, those are your whys, you know, that, that, that's, that's the kind of, that, that's the perfect example of it. And um, yeah, you know, again, for me personally, but also professionally is that we find that like issues like climate change, for example, are so massive as to, as to have created a, a, lot, a lot of people, a sense of kind of like head in the sand paralysis. So, you know, it's like, right. I, I cannot even begin to comprehend the scale of this issue it's so it's so kind of abstractly terrifying that you know what denial that's the it's the only it's the only tool i've got in my kit for it you know um so actually in denial which which in other words means at best you don't do anything but sometimes you actually you actually slightly defensive you know slightly um aggressive towards the 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 issue because it's you need to is it cognitive dissonance you know you need Mm -hmm. to um so 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 yeah you know and then so before i delve into like answering this and, and i also would always want to make sure that i that i trash retrails we talked earlier about it about this ecosystem thinking we're, we're small we're small we're tiny like in an ecosystem we're plankton like 
we know there's some big things going on. There's some. There's a far bigger picture out there. There's climate change. There's the horrible refugee crisis in the Mediterranean, for example. These are bigger issues than we're dealing with. But what the way we're doing it, firstly, is we're doing it in a way that we hope intersects with some of the ways that could support these things. So creating connections between people and place, you know, um, demonstrating positivity and, and, and building community. We hope that these are interchangeable and you know uh usable ideas and principles and then also um we would like to play a part in the bigger picture at some point but but then yes that's the big picture then we focus back on our issue and the, the wonderful thing is that like we in in talking especially like in cycling world and you know with bike packers listening and things perfect community to talk about the the what's the word the power of being present and the power of one step at a time, one pedal stroke at a time, you know, and then you look back after and you go, oh, I've done a million pedal strokes and I'm in a totally different continent. You know, that that happened without me noticing. Exactly the same principle is like, and, and, the, and the, the cool thing is with plastic pollution, especially, so litter, you know, whether it's on a beach, in a beach clean or on your trails, is that it really makes sense it's almost the opposite end of the spectrum of climate change. Like, what do I do to make a difference? And I've tried all these things. I can't see any difference. And, and humans, we need to see evidence of our work. We, I think, you know, you need to see evidence of success to go. In a, again, that's the other problem, too. We all, we're all kind of told that we shouldn't think about ourselves when doing these things. That's not human nature. Like, we need a pat on the back. We need a hug, you know. We need a we need a well done. What's wrong? What is wrong with saying well done? Like it's really nice, you know. So that's a big thing for us too. Is like recognizing effort that you've done that has value, that it's positive, and recognizing the effort of others and c celebrating them. Another way to build community. Um, so yeah, you know, and, and with the plastic pollution. So going back to that, we call it um, a, a, it's a gateway to wider awareness, environmental awareness, a gateway drug. Is a good, uh, to wider environmental awareness and action. Mm -hmm. So you go out right, right today. People maybe listen to this or whatever. You you go right, lock down. I'm going to walk out my front door, and 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 actually, um, because of lockdown, I probably shouldn't pick up the litter straight away unless I've been noticing it for days and days and days. But I can go out and go right. I'm going to just as I walk, I'm going to count how many items I see. And firstly, you know, and that's that's the start. The next one would be I'm going to take a, a plastic shopping bag and put the plastic pollution in and i ask a kid this so I, i'm almost gonna speak ask you guys like a kid so if you ask a little tiny kid like what ha, what will that plastic not do now and that will that bottle i've just picked up will not trap a small mouse who thinks that who goes in there to try and find energy it will not potentially caught it will not break down into smaller and smaller pieces in the environment and then to the food chain so therefore what have you done? I've done good. I've enhanced the health of this place that I love. You've made a difference there. You And then a big key word for us is you've contributed. Yes. So, and then humans, again, whether we deny it or not, I had a long time of being in trouble, you know, and, 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 and being angry about things. And, and most of the time is because you feel helpless. You feel like you're not, you're not having a positive contribution. It's a wonderful feeling to to contribute positively to environment, to commu to community. Um, so, 
start small and you'll bloody look back and you will look back like with any great ride or run and you go, well, I came really far there. Like I've done some amazing things on the way. I've made amazing friends and I've made a difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's really, it's really good. It's really interesting, also because yes, that's the thing, right? Uh, you always feel frustrated because you don't see that you have made a difference. You nobody tells you. That's the thing. And actually, you feel guilty if you didn't do something, but you don't feel good if you have done yeah. something. And yeah, so good. Yeah. Amazing, it's that's, yeah. that's completely crazy in my mind. You need to yeah. say thank you to people that do something. You have to feel accomplished if you do something in the same way that you feel guilty for having done something or on the other side, didn't. I haven't done something. And yeah, yeah. it's super important. A, so, that, so that's so for us, we have this um, um, what they call it, an acronym? Set, well, just a set of letters. We call it the, 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 they call it the four R's. Um, and it's the really so it's essentially when people engage with us and they might see our projects and go oh cool you're trying to do that and you're trying to do that we want it to become um, like common knowledge you know goes without saying that of course removing plastic single-use pollution from our environment is always going to be one of the main things we do so like every action we take however shiny it might seem or scientific or whatever that we're always going to be leaving that place with as much litter as we can carry you know like that's the kind of thing is like you engage with trash free trails so the first thing we say is brilliant we've got all these things on this year but the baseline is ride remove report and then the most important part of the end so 24 7 365 ride remove report but the most important thing of all that reward okay so, so reward yourself with and others with praise with time where you're not worrying about these things um with enjoying the places you've given your time to protect um there's do you know the environmental essayist edward abbey mm -hmm. from america yeah so he hit that quote that i love and i i i haven't got it off by heart but it's essentially it's like be uh and, and i came to this when i was when I was not feeling very well mentally, um, there's actually, I live in a bridal way and there's actually three kids, four kids now having a wrestle directly outside my window. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just cool, in their wellies covered in mud. Um, and my dog's looking at him. He wants to play too. Sorry, but it's a cool sign. They're enjoying the outdoors. Um, um, uh, yeah. He says, be, be a half-hearted fanatic, a reluctant activist, save half of your heart to enjoy the places you're trying to protect while they're still there, while we still have them. <laughs> and that perfectly goes with your guilt thing, you know, and I've seen it with my own eyes, many colleagues in the conservation world having similar mental health problems um, because, because they just become overwhelmed. You know, I had 750 emails in my inbox um, in January, 2018 all of them I felt I want I needed to respond to because a lot of them were people volunteers, people who were, you know, but I couldn't couldn't do it, you know, and 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 so I, I couldn't do it. And I'd completely disconnected with the things I was protecting. That again comes back to connection. So for me, I I, I the reason I talked to you earlier about this, Seven, is that I tracked I tracked the times I've been in not doing very well in my life, either mentally, physically, you know, I've had trouble 
you know, had proper trouble, should we say, in my time. And and I actually realized that it was at times when I'd become com- almost completely disconnected with mountain biking, surfing, forest, rivers. Okay. Um, uh, and it was really clear. And I was doing other things. I was partying too much. I was drinking too much, you mm. know. And, and um, yeah, and it, it, the correlation was really uncanny. It's like, oh, okay, that's quite uh, clear. Yeah, so um not sure we rambled around that but i think yeah no no i i i think i almost want to i always want to speak to people and say it's it's not just cool or a good thing to do it is vital that we stop and reward ourselves yes and then then you feel refreshed and then you're ready to go again absolutely Um, yeah no yeah that's that's right that's super super important and actually yeah don't be overwhelmed from a mission that you think you have, something that you have to do, is not like this. Uh, the, it's just try to do as much as you can in order to enjoy what you are saving or you want to enjoy more and try to do as much as you can in order to take advantage of the good things that you are doing. Because otherwise, if yeah. you just need to go and break down, it doesn't make sense. Is the the fight over out there? The, the kids? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they've gone now. They're, they're... <laughs> that was great it happens quite a lot i live on a literally on a bridal way and it's lovely and um, i could reach i could have joined in the fight um i probably would have been a bit weird but i so i but like um you know i get horses coming past and uh, wow stood at, stood at horse like shoulder level so there's giant horses coming past and then my dog wants to go and play with everything as well i let him out sometimes to go and run around with them perfect uh, uh, so you were mentioning before that actually you try to provide tools to people to get involved and to yes let them actually also um, get the same mission that you have what tools are we talking about yeah it's, it's i really appreciate us talking about that now because i think one thing that can happen sometimes when you know when you talk about your motivations and the motivations behind things it can become a little frustrating to, to many people listening myself included it used to be like um bloody team building days you know team training days and you go there and you'd write those you'd fill in massive walls of post-it notes and all that kind of stuff and then they just no one would do anything with them be like i put all that effort in and we've not so it's a bit like that it's like you so we want to make sure that yes we talk about all this conceptual stuff yeah but now it's like what can we do like what what can we do and how and and how would you suggest i do it or how are you doing it i'd like to know how you're doing it so i can figure out my own way because again so yeah so for us it's always like you know i like the term toolkit um, there's another word for us that's really important. So again, it's the final value of our uh, eight values um, is that we encourage people to DIO and that stands for do it ourselves. So we'll also reflect back on people. If they say, right, I need you to tell me what to do. I need you to provide me with things to do stuff. It's like, no, no you're all good. Like you've got everything you need with your head and your hands and your heart to, to make a positive difference. You don't need us to serve you, service you. Um, and that in fact is not sustainable so that's the first thing but then then what we do do is go well we've created these toolkits to help us um, so and we, we thought well they could be inspiring and helpful for you guys so here they are so um, the, our DIO DIY toolkits um, we have digital versions so again it's all you know right now we've we always wanted to go that way anyway because we have a strap line um, we don't have to be together to work together um, that came off the back of when I was trying to figure out what to do and when the first lockdown hit with our spring trail clean. So it's like, we don't have to be together to work together. Let's Wait. just be... 
It's two francs. It's for two times. Oh, sorry. <laughs> ah, I, I've been doing well. Even though, that's not too bad, is it? No, no, bad. no. It's just uh, three times for now, so it's fine. And actually, it's good for everybody, so it's good. Yeah. I apologize, everyone. I'm breaking my uh, my own swear jar rule. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we got that. So then, sorry, okay, well, you say that. Don't have to be together. You want people to do stuff. How do we... How do we help that? How do we assist that? Enable that? You know. Um, um, so yeah, we've got we created these these toolkits, and the first one that we tried out was our Autumn Litter Watch one that was around our Halloween edition. So it's this really nicely designed. We're so we're so lucky to have an incredible designer called uh, Beth Breeden. Being a big like check her out. Anyone listening, if you need, yeah. Well, actually, don't because she's really busy, and I don't want you to steal her. But. Um, <laughs> okay um, okay i was thinking about a cover for the mini series i was already hooked but yeah oh, i would not gonna ask so so good um uh like her brother so her brother's joe breeden the pro downhiller um, uh-huh. um so she yeah she's incredible skater as well but um yeah so the idea is again it's this inspo thing to make it enjoyable to make it like i basically would like a kid to look at the page and go cool you know like it like, is like this I want to do that adventure you know because one one cheesy term we call is like um it make life a treasure hunt so you turn turn it from a litter pick to a treasure hunt yes you know um uh, and the weird thing is like how how on earth have i managed to convince people to come on a saturday to help me pick up dog poo do you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and maybe maybe i shouldn't say that because i'm like oh god you're right but um so yeah so i talk it's um then we, we've, we're going through a process now. We launch, so we're really, really excited. So we've got a, a new team now, and we've been able to employ um, someone. So we're, we're, you might have noticed our impact report that we put out in January. First time we've done that. Our route maps. First time we've been able to plat, to show people our whole year. Um, and we're about to announce our A team expansion next week, which is the end of February, whenever this goes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're releasing our digital trail clean toolkits. Okay. At the end of yeah, we're releasing them at the end of March ahead of our spring trail cleans, which we're encouraging, we're asking people to join in with for the whole of April, wherever they are in the world. So ideally, people will see these things and be able to use them to pair themselves to deliver things in their own way. Um, so the first thing is to go, right, we need to think about the different types of, of people, you know, in terms of, so, right, are you a solo trail cleaner? Right, so we provided, we provided a toolkit and a flow a flow diagram to support you through the process for that. You know, and that will include like a step by step guide. Um, well, obviously, as a solo cleaner, you haven't got to do too, you haven't got to worry too much about the paperwork. You know, you just got to go right. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, recognize the issue, so go out and have a ride or a run and see what's what needs doing. Then I'm gonna plan my route. Then I'm gonna. Um, then I'm going to go out and actually remove, or then I might, well, then I'm going to remove the stuff. Then I'm going to recycle what I can. Then I'm going to report back to the guys at Trash Free Trails because sharing that data will help us build that picture. Um, and then I'm going to reward myself at the end. And then, and then I might go again. I might do it again then because I got into it. I might repeat. But so that's a solo one. And we'll provide that. We'll provide like assets you can download to share the story. Um, we'll hopefully have a really cool person do a little video for us that you can watch to to see how they've done it um, perfect then we'll, then we'll do a group of six because again that fits with the thing i'm not allowed to talk about he who it who must not be named um 
uh, is the group of six means that you know you, friends, yeah, friends and family. We we'll call that. So friends and family. Again, you haven't got to plan it. You haven't got to worry about permissions and and um, you know health and safety other than just being safe. You know, like you would normally be as humans. Um, and then we move into groups and a large event. So so when you click onto that. I want to do a trail clean, you'll be given these options. So we're excited about that. And each of these options will have a step-by-step guide and then downloadable, clickable assets and inspiration that you can use. Awesome. Um, yeah. You know, one thing we've got, for example, is our trail bandit bingo card. Okay. So that's the that's like a fun version. So basically play bingo with all of the the likely suspects out on your trails. So you know, use the card. How many bottles did I find? You know, how many cigarette butts did I see? How many dog poo bads have I been brave enough to pick up? You know, that kind of stuff. And then that data, even though it looks kind of fun on the card, that data directly correlates to our pandemic study. So if you send that data in, which you've got a little click through on that, on the digital version, you you can then contribute to the science behind this that might help us come all the way around in front of it in the first place and never have to deal with it in the first place because people aren't dropping it because we figured out you know that that's that's pie in the sky i know but you know you may as well think big didn't you um so yeah that's that's the digital tool cool kits we're really excited too because we are making some prototypes this year okay of custom made we're making 45 custom made high capacity waterproof sacks with an extra 100 liter capacity like fold away sack for our ambassadors to use in in their role so you'll see those soon they're going to be cool like and they're being made by a guy who rescues the products from landfill in the lake district okay so yeah loads of stuff sorry yeah yeah but, but essentially and the other thing is like if you're not finding what you want on our website so the, the, we would love it if you would say to us you know drop us a dm on instagram or something and say you know what like i was really up for doing a trail clean but i couldn't figure out where and how like I, the last thing I'd want is is for us to lose people's, you know, lose people because they couldn't find what they were looking for on our website, um, you know, because so the again, all the way back, respect our volunteers above all else. Yes. Respect the grassroots community. What what do you need? You know, what what would you like um, to see from us um, to 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 for us all to do a great job? So please, yeah interaction man i think that actually dom we are missing one little piece because i think it's important and, and then we're gonna uh, go into another topic tell us where we can find you i'm gonna say i'm gonna ask you also at the end because it's always good to have also in the middle and the end but you talked about the website you talked about social media dms and stuff where yeah. what's that yeah so all of our social media is at trash free trails um uh but we're most active because we're very visual people on instagram okay uh so, so yeah, so Instagram. Um, and then our website is just trashfreetrails.org. So www.trashfreetrails.org. Um, you can find out how to contact, it there, contact us there as well. Like, like really, if anyone's listening, at whatever level, my email is dom at trashfreetrails.org. Love to hear from people, um, you know, suggestions. It's just really cool to hear from people sometimes too. You know, like, I like what you're doing. Thank you very much. That's giving me a little burst today, you know? Yes. Um, Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, those are, those are things. Get in touch, get involved, please, and um, in, invite us into your trail community. 
Perfect. Another thing that I just want to ask you, and just to give the big picture, even if you talked already about that, is not only UK, right? We can join philosophy, mission of trash-free trails from wherever. I can do it also here in my local trail. Yeah, like, yes, 100%. Firstly, like, it's a global issue, you know. Um, secondly, it's definitely a global move sport, isn't it? You know, mountain biking, riding, remember we're, you know, me and you talking and immediately connected. But the great thing about it, I don't know about you, but I'm quite socially awkward, especially one-to-one. -one. Um, okay. So I love having things in common is great. It's another great thing about trail cleans and beach cleans. You can you immediately have something in common with someone. Yeah. Um, that uh, so so um, that is um, definitely lost my thread. Sorry. Um, what, what 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 was the initial moment that I rambled on from? Sorry, uh, we sure. were talking about we can do it all over the world because we yeah, have yes. things in yeah. common. Yeah. So uh, so we've already got uh, we've already got our first ambassador. Global, so we have uh, 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 Trash Free Trails Himalayas. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, which is amazing. So, so it's cool because where I went on my sabbatical, I've got these lovely little blooms of community yeah. for where I went out and met people. So I was talking to you about the Oregon guys. I rode the Oregon Timber Trail and I met those guys there. So we've got little blooms of activity and it's lovely because I have a map behind me. Oh, you can see it. But So I have a wall map that I've drawn. Oh, okay. Got, yeah. Oh, you've yeah, drawn it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm awful at drawing, but I'm quite <laughs> proud of this one. Uh, so yeah, it's got all of the acts that have, people have taken on our behalf in the UK and in the world. So um, um, so yeah, we've got Trash Trails Himalaya, um, and it's an amazing story because he is one of the, like a lead Sherpa guide out there, um, and he's managed to create work for his fellow guide Sherpas during this time. Um, uh, actually, I think he's managed to pay them a few times to go out and litter pick, trail clean wow. the trails they use. So that's amazing. So yeah, we, we're, we're going to tell this story more this year. But next week, so as in the week commencing 22nd of February, we are announcing our ambassador team expansion. Okay. So we're actually, going to, we're actually actively calling for um, um, at least one person on each continent in the world. Maybe not Antarctica. Um, so we're about to go truly, yeah, Trashy Trails global team and the ambassador team. Um, so that's a really nice big step for us. We're going to be able to equip them. So the cool thing is, if you would like to apply, um, we, we've we've created a lovely set of resources for you. And the top thing is that Endura are supporting that and they're providing wow. uh, £500 worth of co-branded kit for each ambassador. So in other words, you have a uniform and you'll be able to go out in all weathers to represent us, which is really cool so yeah and and, another, and we're also working with trek poland um so we're going to have a presence at there trek poland have this i don't know how to say this but s-c-z-y-r-x um Szyrk trail center okay that's that's going to be our first fixed base in in um in europe trail center so that's happening too in may ah that's so again, awesome yeah yeah and really again it's like back to what i said at the start you know we are we, we we want to be seen as like a root system and and almost like a amplifier so of course it's global you know like if, if you believe in what we're trying to achieve and would like to share what you're doing with us then is is of course it's global you know um <laughs> uh yeah so i think that i want to go a kind of bit deeper this was not planned uh into this ambassador global program 
what does it mean being an ambassador for Trash Free Trails? Yeah, so that's a really cool question. So ambassador team started off the A team, we call them. Um, we do use A team terminology, which is fun. Yes. Um, uh, 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 and so this started, so my in my role at Surface Against Sewage, I one of my responsibilities as the community's engagement was the direction of the regional reps program. So that is in surface sewage terms, that's a team of permanent volunteers um, that are the face and voice of their regions, their beaches um, across the UK. And they're the face and the representatives of, of surface against sewage in their region. So I love that program. You know, it's something really dear to my heart. And I knew that I wanted something similar with Trash Free Trails. Um, and again, that was just built really slowly. So um, I um, there's some key differences, um, but also, so for example, the first ambassador in uh, at that time we were calling them the trash mob, but then we moved the trash mob further out. So they were, they were called trash mobsters. Uh, like, um, but the first one was one of my oldest friends um, and he was incredibly supportive. He was the same guy, Ross Lambie, his name is, who he's the guy that let me stay in his house for five weeks last year when I got stranded trying to move to Wales. Okay. Um, and he let me walk. He, I walked his dog, which helped me find, which, which helped me into the forest, which helped me create the self-isolation project. So hopefully I'm starting to communicate how valuable, how incredibly valuable these guys are to our movement. Um, um, and over the years, other friends, other people became friends and became A-teamers. And to the point now where we've got around, where well, we've actually stripped some back because some are so much my mates that they're really just being my mates. They're not really doing any ambassador work. Of course. So we're about, we've got about 20 now and we want to go to 35 in this in this current um, expansion. Um, and we've the great thing is that Rich... Breeden, who's coming as our projects coordinator, he's done. He's doing an incredible job at creating the reps charter. So we have a reps handbook with the charter expectations that they've all created themselves through consultation. Um, and so now it's we are just slightly professionalizing it, tiny bit. You know, we're just upping the expectations, but hopefully we're also massively upping what they can expect from us to support them. So you, you can't definitely. One thing I learned at SAS is you can't up the expectations on them without upping the support you provide them. Uh, so, so, so we're being very mindful of that. Um, and yeah, so really you'd, you'd, and the other thing is to go back to that equation I said at the start, time, shared toil, cups of tea <laughs> uh, equals trust. The other thing is that if you want to be an ambassador, um, it usually takes about a year. Um, that's around the average, six months to a year to go from I would love to be an ambassador to you are an ambassador because of course because it's such an important relationship it's such a passion based relationship and if you get that wrong it can sour and it can cause damage um, uh, so so the thing for us is like and the great thing about traffic trails we've got so many projects you can take part in you can demonstrate that you mean what you say you know and you can you can also find out whether you like how we do things because it might be that you're amazing but you don't quite share out, you know, you've got a different way of doing things. And that's Absolutely. cool. Like we just, we just high five and, and, and say, brilliant. I'll see you out there, you know? Um, but yeah, so we go through a process. For example, someone comes off the back of hearing this and they say, I really want to be about ambassador. You go, amazing. We're doing, do you know, we're doing our spring trail cleans next month. It'd be cool if you wanted to um, deliver some of those. And then you just watch, you see like 
oh, wow, they like did 10 and they're an incredible artist and they, you know, they activated their community and they did a school talk in September and it's like, oh my God, this person or the other side of it, they go quiet, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, we've, we've kind of demonstrated to each other where we're at there. Um, yeah, so that would be it. But this year we've got loads of things to offer to support people to, to become. So um, the handbook you get right at the start, the full... Like it's a big. I've got the sack somewhere. It's, it's going to be so. I'm so excited about it. It's like um, um, seventy, well, seventy liter capacity. Wow. With a hundred liter additional capacity, like this sack you can pull out, uh, trail kit with then document pouches. So, for example, you could do a trail clean. You could go and do a school talk. You could go to a film festival and set up a little table, um, but you know to represent Trashy Trails all in just this pack. And the idea behind it is you can everything we give to people we want them still be able, still to be able to ride their bike or move swiftly in doing their because the other thing about that is it goes all the way back to guilt and feeling overwhelmed i did it to myself i got to the point where i'd created this gigantic setup to run a beach clean mm -hmm. you know that took hours to set up and I, by the time i was setting it up i was stressed out and i was not doing I was, again i wasn't i wasn't respecting the volunteers because i wasn't present for them when they arrived so this is another way of making like backpacking yeah travel light you know live light yes. live light and, and, and be more present so yeah ambassadors love it if people globally are hearing this and you think you would you would be like to be involved because please give us a shout yes, this, yes. Um, i was thinking about well, doing it myself i just need to maybe as you were saying having a look, starting doing something, creating some content or whatever. And then I think that actually you will understand also for yourself is it's a quantity and amount of job or work that you want to do, that you feel happy on doing it and yeah. everything like this, right? So you don't have to be yeah. first and you don't have to be guilty if you don't feel like doing once. So Guilty. I love you. I was going to use the word. I know we've connected on that. That's the big word, really. There's so much guilt in, in, in conservation volunteering and it's Get, I definitely another thing I'm doing in, in my degree, so because I want to try and answer this if I can, because we've we've a lot of us have been working a long time. You've, we've hit a wall, a knowledge wall. We just don't know how to solve it, because no matter how how good a relationship you have with, especially your permanent volunteers like ambassadors or regional reps, you there's, you cannot eliminate that I'm not doing enough guilt from both parties, and regardless of how many times you say, look, hey, like. Like we've got a guy that was sending me emails last night researching researching um, grants, trust and grants that he'd spotted at 11 o'clock at night. Yet he'll still tell me he feels guilty about not doing enough. You know, and yeah. he, he, you know, and we've got yourself, for example, you might say, oh, I feel guilty. But like you've done two podcasts about Trashy Trails in a year that's been heard by 15,000 people. Or I'm not sure. I apologize if you've got a gigantic following i didn't check the it's a bit um, it's a bit it's not so much actually <laughs> Fifteen thousand um, is too much yeah yeah uh so so you know and you'd, and you'd be like oh i haven't done as many trail cleans i'm like what like do you realize that 500 people have done trail cleans off the back of hearing your podcast that's you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the that's the the not a battle but a constant thing i want to be aware of is that and then the other thing is that i'm tired you know it's like oh Dom's, Dom's tired or rich is tired tired you know and like i haven't sent that email to the guys they're going to be thinking i'm crap or going to be getting angry with me you know so the first the first rule of a team we're stealing the fight club rule is no guilt second rule is no guilt you know it's like yes 
uh, just what, whatever you can do is is amazing. It is enough, and be proud of it. You know, and 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 that's yeah. Do that. Another couple of things, and then I think that we can move on the right direction because we are already talking <laughs> for one hour. So, but that's exactly the yeah. community spirit. Is the spirit that I wanted to to catch from uh, from your voice, and that's absolutely that. But talking about community itself. We already said that actually uh, Trash Free Trails is not only for mountain bikers. So I would say that actually we can open up the community a bit. But actually you are part of the community of, uh, of the mountain biker community, right? You are outdoor enthusiast, of course. You are a surfer. But actually probably the thing that I can actually define you the most is the mountain bike. Um, do you feel that actually usually... because? Probably I can actually expose myself and saying that I truly believe that probably because mountain bikers are a bit more on the trails, a bit more outdoor, they're seeing really the green trees around and everything that is there. They're a bit more sensible probably on uh, the environmental side and uh, in not uh, trashing around the trails than road cyclists. And why I'm saying that? Because uh, road cyclists, they usually go fast. They hit it, uh, they don't care, the, they swallow their gels, they drop them around and they will continue, usually. While on the other side, they can feel actually that something like Trash Free Trails is a bit more closer to mountain bikers because, of course, they want also to, to go fast, to go down in the distance or whatever, but they also can take a bit of time of taking care of dropping things in the bin or uh, just collecting things and collecting litter around. What do you think about that? Do you think that usually uh, mountain bikers are a bit more closer and connected to the outdoor, or is it just a feeling that I have? Yeah, um, it's it's again, it's a it's a internal conversation, external external conversation we're all, all, always having. You know, it's like um, uh, so. The first thing is, I always want to kind of top line any answer I'd give on this with with this is all again opinion. There's no there's not really any scientific evidence Absolutely. right now, not any empirical evidence behind it, you know. So, and also, I'm really wary of like, gen, you know, generalization and labeling. So it's like, Absolutely. if you just, I always like to kind of like interchange words like cyclists with more, with with more shocking words. You go, oh god, I'm talking about them like that, you know. So like road cyclists are this, dandlers are that, mm -hmm. you know gravel riders are this you know it's always like just humans in it it's like basically humans absolutely and, and so so that, that but then there are the, the, there's undoubtedly in my experience and my observations and I, <laughs> i've been doing a lot there are some patterns you know there are some patterns that i would i would be so incredibly surprised that the empirical data wouldn't wouldn't back up so i i'm prepared after caveating with that i'd be prepared to stick my neck out a little bit and say for example i'd say that road cycling a lot of it as well, I think, comes down to kind of like role modeling. It also comes down to being an adult child. So the 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 the, the thing, one of the things I think that we love about road cycling in the in the style of it is it makes you feel like really racy. You know, you're like, yeah, go in, and I got my, and 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 it's like a, that's a pretty cool feeling. You know, you feel like I'm I'm going to race, and and then when you're in race mode, like nothing is, you know, you've got yourself in the zone. Yeah. Nothing is more important than race you know so it's like and then you've seen like um uh g or whatever or bradley or you know um biting a biting a gel and ripping it off when yes. they're right in the zone you, you, you i don't know like we're kids and we're, we're playing so again that's part of it but i don't think people are doing it as like a screw you environment they're doing it as like a go 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 cool 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 you know um so that's again like addressing 
you know, it's that right back to the start about labeling people and calling people scumbags and just actually right there, like, are they, are they saying, excuse my language, are they saying fuck you environment or are they saying, yeehaw, I'm going really fast. Like, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Um, so it's just, again, just trying to connect. Um, so I think, yes, that's an, that's an issue. And I think role modeling is an issue. You know, a good example for us would be tear offs, um, downhilling, the UCI haven't banned tear offs in downhill races. Yes. It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever, you know, and that's something we are going to be calling for them this year, you know, and uh, riders like Ed Masters is calling for that as well. You know, it's well established that the roll offs work just as well, you know, pretty much like 50 50, I think maybe even more than 50 50. Um, riders use the, the, the roll offs, not the tear offs, but you you see them on the middle of on that really fast section on one down in last year, I can't remember what it was now, but it's a fast flat section, tear offs flapping off into the wind. Young kids will see that, they will role model that, they'll role play mm. that 100%. You know, there's, there's no doubt, and, and there's also good evidence behind that. So that's, that's, a, that's another responsibility. And there, there, are these, there are these categories, you know, you go to a downhill park where there's uplifts. And you'll see very different, I believe you'll see very different nature engagement behaviors between between them and Catherine Moore, for example, you know, who's one of your one of your friends, you know, or, or people who use commute a lot, for example, who yeah. who who create they actually create these nature experiences on the map before they even go out. Like that's a very different set of behaviors, you know, like to label them both as mountain bikers and decide you've got exactly the same person is quite a big you know big one I think. I, i'd compare mountain biking off-road cycling to the direction that surfing has gone in that surfing's you know look at the boards look you know you can go from a five foot yes. five surfboard all the way up to a 12 foot surfboard and the the people that are riding those will exhibit very different characteristics you know um wear very different clothes, have very different conversations, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, um, it'd be very different in a pub. <laughs> uh, so, so that's another thing to deal with is, but, but then the bottom, I, I'd say then, but then if you go for like a mountain biker, someone who's been mountain biking for a long time or has really bought into it, I think, yes, after that long ramble I've been on there, I think, yes, there is a unifying characteristic of, whenever we get the time to stop and sit down in the woods on our own, something special happens. There's a connection there that, that is at the heart of everything, you know, and moving swiftly through a piece of bluebell sided single track. I mean, like I've only had only, only the rare times I've had a barrel surfing. Does it come close to single track riding on my own in a spring day? Okay. You know, so, so Yeah. Yes, I'd, I'd say that. Yeah, God, it's a long answer, isn't it? Sorry. No, but it's perfect. No, but just I want to just chip in for for a second, something like to complete a bit your uh, your thinking. I truly believe that on the other on the other side, uh, a difference still. Not make a categorization, my opinion or whatever. But I truly believe that, anyways, the connection that you build when you are a mountain biker with the outdoor and with yes, with the hoods and everything is as well because most of the time you need to maintain or to build up or to clean, otherwise it's dangerous, your own trails. While as you are a road cyclist, you don't build up the tarmac of your road. You know what I mean? So you need to be a bit more attached to that. Also for this reason. What do you think? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 
It's a great point. There's a there's a there's a, a thing called a, a phenomenon called so I think it's a social phenomenon or anthropological called the tragedy of the commons. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you've heard about it. It's like so, and it's it's from I think Victorian times when when they had these this common land that people could use to their donkeys or their to, to feed and to dry their clothes and things like that. And actually they got treated really poorly because no one owned them. Um, and it can be transferred to the sea as well is that it's the fisheries policy is that the, because there's no, you can, you can all fish everywhere um, across all borders. There's the thought that people are, and they realize, well, if, I know I shouldn't take this fish because it will deplete stocks. But if I do, if I don't take it, another person will take it. So I'll yes. still take it. You know, and it, um, so I think that's that could be applied maybe a little bit to the roads. Is that no one? Are, there's so many stakeholders. You're sharing it with so many stakeholders. There's the implication that it's managed by someone else, that it's serviced. Whereas that trail, especially the, you know, the wild ones or the unofficial ones, that's yours. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and, and 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 you own that, and 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 therefore you have there's there's you can clearly see it's like a, again back to the ocean. You got a marine conservation zone, or a, or a, then then you're in that MCZ. You can see the benefits of looking after it for your community. You know, and and outside influences don't don't impact it as much as they would usually. So, uh, and, and again. It's a nice message, but the, the, you have to be a little bit careful not to get localism involved. But you know, it's um, it's, that's it is lovely. Like you say, the, the trail trail communities, the trail building communities, it's just lovely. You know, it's like it's shared toil, it's it's shared responsibility, it's shared benefits of the toil and responsibility. Um, and the great thing about mountain biking, which is a bit different to surfing. Is that we often like inviting people in to inclusivity? To try. Absolutely, I want to yeah. talk a little bit about that. I think inclusivity yeah. is really a key, and I truly believe that this comes back to the thing that you were saying before. You have at least one thing in common, apart from cycling, yeah. and you want yeah. actually to see other people join you with what you have in common, sharing with them your local trail, share with them your local purpose, share with them the beer after the ride. I truly believe that actually probably mountain bikers are really inclusive in that. Yeah, There's, I think the best example for that with me would be um, in a, in a car park in Washington State, on my own, rainy, cold day. Someone, another rider, turns up, and within like five minutes, I was riding his bike around the car park. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I just again as a surfer, I think about that. I'm like, my God, there's no chance. Do you know, like. Uh, and and that's just the first one is that you see someone on a bike and it makes you smile and you do and you kind of you know it's a podcast so I can't do it but you you physically and metaphorically move towards them because because it's like ah I like bikes too do you know yeah and like uh, and, and 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 I think it's it's lovely isn't it there's that really well used <laughs> quote that um, was it when I um, H G Wells isn't it when I see when I see someone on a bicycle, I despair a little less for the human race. Or each time I see someone on a bicycle, I despair a little less for the human race. Yes. I think I think it's like, it's also, for me, it's the most acceptable form of adult play, riding a bike. Absolutely. So again, that too, it's like, ah! You know, we, we can roll alongside each other and swoop around a little bit like Top Gun, which is what I call my mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was Iceman. 
as you can probably tell. No, <laughs> no but it's super good. And actually, yesterday I was talking with uh, Cory, uh, another episode of the podcast or whatever. He told me, look, you want to jump into mountain bike world. You want to get a mountain bike. You want to start living the trails and enjoying the community or whatever. You don't need to buy straight away a 7,000 7, or whatever, a super expensive bike. Go to a friend, mountain biker, because you're going to have one. Go to one of your friend's mountain bike and ask them or ask him or ask her, can I just try your mountain bike just for having a look at how it looks like? 100% a mountain biker will give you his best bike in order for you to enjoy and to join him or her next time. Yeah, I love, I love, I love people riding my bike. Um, I love it as I well. It. I am absolutely yeah. on that. Yeah. I had one of my lo lovely experiences again because um, I did the sabbatical. I rode I rode the Annapurna circuit in Nepal um, and bike packed that like so. so it, um, and at the top of the big the uh, the big pass, Thorong Lao Pass, is like five thousand four hundred meters. Um, there was a group of Nepali students up there, and they'd not and 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 then so at the top of Thorong Lao Pass, they were looking at my bike and they loved it. And I said, well, "Would you like to try and ride it?" And then we were doing like bike lessons, mountain, riding cycling wow. lessons on like 5,000 meters, you know, and, and just, um, just the connection that had, again, it's, 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 it's a little, it's a connector. It's a, and it's one of the best connectors I've ever come across, you know, um, a, a good one would be mates, you know, old friends is that we've got, um, there's a group of us who are friends, um, here in Cornwall, who've, most of us have moved away. So we've had kids, um, and out of the one, two, three, four, five of us, there's one guy who doesn't ride mountain bikes. And he's the guy that we don't, I don't really see very much anymore. Oh. Whereas, do you know, and the other guys do, and that's maybe a bit of a negative, but I think, I suspect it would be, I wouldn't see any of them anymore if it wasn't for mountain bikes, you know, but, but they kept us connected. And there's this guy, Ross, who, Ross Lambia, circle back to him, the ambassador. We, we're family, but, you know, we, we met at an outdoor center and worked at an outdoor center together um, and the reason we're still really, really close is bikes. You know, he looked, he, he gave me a place to stay when my dad died and he came, you know, he was the, other than my sister, he was the most supportive person in my life. You know, mm. there's a room at their house now that's now my room, Do you know, and like this wow. is bikes, bikes have done this, you know, bikes have maintained this relationship. Um, so, and then the cool thing is now is that we've been able to, we've come to a point in our life where, we're able to use bikes to enhance we're we're able we're able to use this connection we've got with each other the bikes the, the connection we've got with bikes to enhance the environment that we're able to ride bikes through together you know yeah that so it's evolving you know our relationship is evolving through bikes and through the trash Charles work so you know it makes me incredibly proud like to 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 see that to look back at that and then like i say all the way back to the start trash free trails Nature connected spark makers. If we, if I, as someone who was pretty rudderless in their late teens and twenties, and found a bit of purpose and realised that oh, purpose—that's what I didn't have. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if 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 our work is able to do that for one or two young people or kids, then I'm happy enough, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that you were absolutely saying that also during the bike night at the Candle Festival. You were saying exactly that. You were talking about um, your activity with the school and this uh, kid that was actually kind of uh, not completely, let's say, um, 
hooked on the on the concept until actually you started talking about <laughs> yeah you started talking with him something like about what's worth it how the, the outdoor is worth it and why he needs to care and why he cares something like asking why you care about this place and stuff and then after that he was actually probably the bigger collector of uh of trash around in the in the trail and that's absolutely the thing making stuff with a purpose and something that you can see is visible yeah to achieve 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 things you know, and, and then contribute. And again, these things, and then contribute to your community. Contribute to, I, I don't know, like make someone smile, isn't it? That's the thing, isn't it? Make, like, it's such a cool experience that's, you know, working with kids like that, you know, you can, when you just see in their eyes, you see a little light go on, you know, and they go, oh, yeah, like, cool, I, I have agency, you know, and we're the same, you know, and, and, maybe we're similar age I'm not sure you know like but I'm I, I'm 40 this year I'm gonna be 40 this year so I think that we are so the same I'm age yeah so oh uh, yeah same yeah. age yeah yeah and, and then and then we we know sadly now that we're coming into you know the realm of the this essentially like a suicide epidemic in in men of our age you know and um, and I strongly believe that one of the things to that is that you just we just lost you know a lot of a lot of us have just like what the what the fuck what the fuck like you know what I mean? like like i don't i don't see what my point is you know like that and that's 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 one of the things that i had like i just i was like just sitting there i call it i, I called it staring into the fire because i literally was staring into the fire for about five nights in a row and i was like oh there's a problem here um because i just i and the thought was like oh, what like you know and so that's again another thing is like well I'm not saying it's the solution, but this is something you can do. And if you come and do it with us, you know, um, so, so the cool thing for us is one, two, three of our ambassadors. This is one of the, one of the many things that just slightly differ from surface against sewage have come to become ambassadors via the mental health and wellbeing message, not primarily through the plastic pollution environmental message. Um, we've got a guy who's, um, incredible like so proud that he's chosen to join us but he's a um, uh ex-army captain from the british army um three tours of afghanistan and suffers with severe Oof. severe PTSD. and um and he uses his um work for us volunteering for us as therapy so um i mean again like whenever i remember that i'm like sh like shit that's you know that's cool. That's cool, but it's also a massive responsibility too. So, yeah, you know, um, I just want to add really a tiny little story slash point of what you were saying, and it also always come to the concept of reward reward yourself for what you are doing so in this way you are not losing purpose because otherwise if you think that everything that you are doing is due it's something that that is given you have to do it because you have to do it then you feel yeah. yourself really bad and then you lose completely purpose i can tell you that for myself for example in this period is more or less in the same way because i lost my job due to the pan not only for the pandemic but i lost my job last year and i still try to do something you know i have my podcast that is really cool i help other little companies in order to spread their message and shape their thing uh i do really i just also go out with the bike and do whatever i have to do and because i feel if i feel myself good then i go back to home and i think at a certain point something like yes but what have i done i am not doing what everything everybody thinks that a normal person is supposed to do so working for a comp and then you stop and you say 
no, no way. I reached this point, I achieved this, I achieved that. I've been talking with such an amazing bunch of people through to my podcast, also friends and people giving just the purpose, giving another point of view and stuff, saying hi, saying thanks, saying you are doing something good. You are not without any purpose. And giving yourself a purpose and something like putting also in a place that is a reward of what you are doing, it's always a good thing. And probably it's not massive. It's not going to save your life. You are going to still have days where you're going to be frustrated or sad or without a purpose. But at least it's a brick, a building blocks after that. Yeah. I, th- I think that's as well. I know that we've gone deeper than maybe, you know, some people might. I, I'm not sure. You know, you just don't know. Because I, but, I, but one thing I promised myself is I don't like you know, get to the point where I'm delivering the same slick trash free trails presentations. It's just like what comes out, comes out. And sometimes it's could be classes oversharing. But I think one thing that's important too is like when I talk about all this, it might sound like, you know, when I talk about community or or purpose or actually I it's still struggling all the time. Of course. With, you know, to to with the things that I talk about. So like I'm aware, I know that these things are good and when when they're good they're really good and they've helped a lot but but that like the, to ever give the impression that like I got it sorted you know it's like no, no way no absolutely no 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 um, you're going to still have your sad yeah. days you're going to still have something that you don't know how to do you need to struggle in order to do it yeah and the, yeah yeah so um that would be the thing to come to come back to is it, but to come back to is is another way we're trying to do things a bit differently is to go there's a difference between so it's almost like there's only two ways of doing it. There's old school, what's the word? Optimism in the face of all contrary evidence. <laughs> Do you know? Okay, <laughs> yes. Uh, and then there's just, uh, there's no point, you know? Yeah, like, and, and, and like over being kind of almost like, oh, I can't because of this, or, I, or I'm, I'm not feeling very well. So I, you know, do these kind of things. For me, is the middle ground is like, uh, acknowledge, acknowledge, the issues you know say yeah you know that's not ideal this is not ideal but but then don't use that as the reason you don't do anything so go right acknowledge the issues but i'm still going to try you know um uh, that's i prefer that to be the thing i prefer to have a conversation with someone and just go you know what like we're not quite aligned here but i respect you as a human and it'd be cool to have a conversation that's based on honesty as opposed to fakery do you know absolutely absolutely yeah yeah um and yeah so again that comes back to that bigger picture stuff is it like a lot you know like that feels to me like another thing that's driving a lot of bigger picture stuff is like you stand there having this conversation it's a lie you know like either at a national level or individual level yeah 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 uh something that i can tell you though is that from time to time it's also rewarding and satisfying on being stoked without any single reason or on the other yeah. side being pessimistic without any single reason sometimes it's just you know it's fulfilling you say okay i have my moment i know that now everything that comes to me is negative fuck it i can do it i can handle it on the other side just enthusiastic without any kind of reason just because it's sunny good <laughs> yeah just because you're it's alive yeah, yeah totally i love it yeah and uh, and uh, was it, uh, it's okay to not feel okay isn't it that's the thing and then, absolutely uh, I know there's like a, there's a British comedian and I, I don't, he's not, I'm not a huge fan, but he did say something cool. He, he does like a, a whole thing, a whole thing on boredom and how actually like being bored is actually really good. Like we, we've become so afraid of boredom, like, you know, in, in its classic sense of just sitting there and just being, do you know, or, uh, 
and that's a really interesting one so again yeah i am wary sometimes of like of i get told off by the guys i'm working with you know it's like dom that's over complicated they're just trying to squeeze too much stuff in let's just strip it back like you know and so we use a term internally and uh, called keep it simple stupid kiss so yes like keep it simple stupid and then beth our incredible designer she's like look if i can't draw this in an a4 picture then it's too complicated like that's another thing we, we try and practice it's like if you can't look at it on the screen and go right i see what you're saying there then it's too complicated for for digital communication at least makes sense uh, dom i just want to wrap up with because i think that we have been talking for a bit it was not complicated though. i just <laughs> want to <laughs> i just want to wrap up with two different things uh, the first one is a question that I want to ask you. Do you think it's worth it for me as a road cyclist coming from fixed gear now into gravel cycling, move a bit more deeper into the dirty roads with mountain bikes and starting an adventure like this, for especially in terms of community and purpose and also enjoying the outdoor? Or you would say, Stefano, come on, that's bullshit. Do whatever you want to do and everything is going to be fine. And if it's yes, the answer, give me one single piece of tip it's yes definitely <laughs> obviously <laughs> thank you uh perhaps then give it the title the exciting title of a purposeful adventure so go right well let's maybe i'll put a bit of extra purpose into this experience and then you could i'm going to be really selfish and say <laughs> to a tip would be to um use the process of become learning, you know, whether you'd like to become a mountain biker as well as all these other types of cyclists to um, support something bigger than you, you know, to support the health or the health of the, the trails and the ecosystems, and also arguably most importantly, the well-being of the people who love them too, you know, so play a positive role in the community you're intending, you, you would like to try and join. Um, yeah. That would be it, maybe. And um, a good way of doing that would be to demonstrate in some really visible way what these places mean to you. Oh, oh, oh I've just come with an idea <laughs> to do a trail tour, maybe. You know, but, uh, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit sneaky, that. I'm sorry, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense it's it's absolutely the community <laughs> feeling that i was looking for it's it's inclusivity anyway so i love it <laughs> yeah i think i think I, I i reckon like there's a bit of a thing in the uk here and i won't go to is we're going through a process and some people we're friends with um who are running a campaign called the right to roam mm -hmm. um and it's about land access you know um and you know there's lots of conflict in england especially on this you know wow. historic land yeah, loads and loads. We're really lucky we have lots of access, but we have lots of areas where you just, there's a no-go and, and a lot of people find it very hard to access nature depending on where you live. So these guys are camping. But for us, um, the right to roam can sometimes be fired back. It's like, oh, you just want it, you know, just want it to, to roam wherever you want. It's like, we need, there's a, again, a gap is that we believe in, a, we have to earn the right to roam. So, absolutely. and again, mountain bikers, especially you know i think we've got some work to do in the uk and i'm not sure around, around europe i've heard different things to i think like switzerland actually they're equal aren't they you know they're very well respected but um and the same in northwest america they're very well respected but in the uk there's often conflict between traditional trail users and mountain bikers yeah so for us 
a great, again, all the way back to the simplicity of the trail clean, of removing harmful pollution from these places, is that it demonstrates to people that you're willing to earn the right to be there, that you recognise you have a responsibility to it. In, in this, this, the great, the great um, community builder, inclusivity thing, like we've talked to all the way through this, uh, you've got a walker who hates mountain bikers. Maybe for good reasons, because they've buzzed them too fast or almost run over their dog, you know, or swore, sworn at them, which, you know, sadly happens. Um, and they hate all mountain bikers. They come to a trail clean. They come to a trail clean. This has happened in, in Shropshire. And they come to a trail clean. They're already a bit, you know, but then they stood there. They stood next to a mountain biker. That's mountain biker. They might be 60 and the mountain biker might be 16. Half an hour later, they find themselves kneeling down next to that mountain biker, removing the same things for the same reason and, and and then suddenly you've removed you've removed these barriers to connection it's like they can't avoid the fact that these just this is the same as me the same person they're out here for the same reasons they're not a mountain biker they're yeah. someone who loves this place um yeah and and again that's why we believe that the very simple and foremost act of trail cleaning and trail maintaining is the place to start. And then you can just build it off from that. You can evolve from that. Perfect. Uh, I would say that that's absolutely perfectly the perfect wrap of the episode. Apart that I want you to repeat to us again, where we can find the trash free trails around the internet and to follow everything that actually all the different activities and projects and toolkits and whatever that actually you are dropping around there yeah. with a lot of passion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, Social media at Trash Free Trails. Uh, Instagram is the big one. Um, uh, www.trashfreetrails.org um, or just type Trash Free Trails in. And, um, and again, if you want to email me, it's dom at trashfreetrails.org. Um, and some, some first ports of call if you go onto a website or if you just want to get started is, as I say, ride, remove, report, reward. Tell us about it, please. Amazing. That's the first start. And then um, this April, the whole of April, um, we're we're encouraging people, asking people if they would like to deliver spring trail cleans. Uh, as, well, trail cleans are as part of our giant spring trail clean around the world. Um, and there'll be lots of things, lots of assets and, and stories and things to engage with throughout that month too. Um, maybe even some live events. You never know because we might be able to to roam around again. I'm not going to say it. Not right no, no, end. no. You can say it because I put actually four Swiss francs. So actually, oh, no, we well, said okay. just three times. So one. I'm not going to is... say it because what we deliver, what we have created, we've created it because we love it. Not we've not created it because it's all we could do because of COVID. We've created it because we believe it's the way to do it, and we're we're proud of it, and we would like people to join in. That's super awesome. Well, Dom, thanks a lot for having this amazing conversation about community in general, but actually what we like, the, we like the most and how to maintain it and how to, to save it outside that is actually the outdoor. Thanks a lot for our conversation and hopefully talk to you soon and seeing in person, well, I don't know, having a good ride together. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank, and, and like I say, yeah, thanks for, for um, giving, me, giving me and Traffic Shell so much time. <laughs> no worries man all the time anytime that actually you think that something can be shared or has to be shared or whatever give me a shout we're gonna prepare something together it's not a problem awesome ciao ciao goodbye
Of course, it was a bicycle and mountain bike related chat, but I think it was super inspiring because of so many reasons. We talked about mental health, uh, that is a topic that I really like. Uh, we talked about environment, we talked about inspirations, we talked about going out and do things. And uh, that's super great. And thanks a lot, Dom. And thanks a lot also for your amazing creativity because Drop to Flat is an idea from Dom. Then remember, go on trashfreetrails.org and there you will find all the info about the cleaning, the spring clean. I think it's the spring trail clean. And uh, yeah, if you can, just go out, enjoy this amazing weather that now is around. Collect some friends and collect some trash from the trails. And remember, always ride, remove, report and reward. Tell yourself that you made a great job. That's super, super, super important. Um, yes, I actually have to give you a little tip from Komoot. This is going to be super easy and this is going to be perfect for mountain bike. Anyways, hands on. We have another couple of episodes and then last episode of this mini series, Drop to Flat, thanks again, Dom, is going to be with Eleanor and Gabby from Komoot and there you will find a bunch of those. But that's something that I found out. You know, even if I don't go out with a mountain bike because I don't have a bicycle, I like to go on my gravel bike on trails. Single tracks for me is perfect. What I do is a bit risky, but hang on. I usually check not only the tracks for cycling or mountain bikes, but I also try to go on the hikes one can be risky for two different reasons one because you don't want to bother hikers and when you are doing that just try to be super safe all the time and try to be to let people listen to your you arriving and on the other side don't really make a mess there with your uh, with the rubber side down let's put it in this way with your tires and stuff but this could be a great idea for example for short uh, little things short little trucks if you want to go and discover i don't know a good peak or a good fountain or something that you would love to see for example an amazing landscape that's something that you can do don't do it all the times but for sure check in a perfect way highlights also for hikers because there could be super great really also for mountain bikers or gravel cyclists i would say that that's it for this week also because we are gonna go almost to two hours thanks a lot for listening to this amazing episode thanks again dom thanks a lot because i already know that you already shared this episode with everybody who could be interested or maybe to somebody who is not your friends but can be interested anyways or just to the first person that you're gonna meet after going for going to the grocery shopping what do you think i think it's a great idea you remember that on spotify apple podcast google podcast or Spreaker, or whatever you are listening to this podcast you can connect so no sorry subscribe comment and rate this podcast this would help me jumping up into the charts and if you want to support with some cheap pins this podcast just go on coffee and look for boom wagon the link is down below thanks a lot komoot for supporting this podcast thanks everybody for listening to that and if you want you can also do it yourself remember all the time sea watch i think it's a great cause to help especially in periods like this now the weather is getting better and also a lot of refugees are moving from northern africa to europe with knuckered boats and for this reason supporting sea watch who rescues 
people on this boat. It's super important. That's it. I will talk to you next week. Enjoy your riding. It sound right, boy. <laughs>